The content in this program is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any information or other material as investment, financial, tax, or other advice. The views expressed by the participants are solely their own. A participant may have taken or recommended any investment position discussed, but may close such position or alter its recommendation at any time without notice. Nothing contained in this program constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments in any jurisdiction. Please consult your own investment or financial advisor for advice related to all investment decisions. Don't forget to follow at Lead Lag Report on Twitter to join these conversations live and check out the Lead Lag Report at www.leadlagreport.com. Use promo code PODCAST30 for two weeks free and 30% off to get access to award-winning research and anticipate stock market crashes, corrections, and bear markets. And now, on to our Lead Lag Live discussion hosted by Michael Guyot. Diana had reached out to me and she's always been supportive and engaging in a strong way with me. So she happens to have some experience and some interesting insight on how one can look at astrology. So there are a lot of interesting studies separate from markets as it relates to astrology, where we are in terms of solar cycles and human behavior. So keep an open mind. We'll have an interesting back and forth. This is not an area I know too much about. So I'm kind of curious myself. With all that said, my name is Michael Guy, publisher of the Lead Lag Report. Joining me here, Diana Evans, who has the uh, the Phoenix on her profile here. Diana, introduce yourself to the audience and to me as far as your background, what you've done throughout your life, throughout your career, and how you got interested in markets. Hey, Michael. Hey, everyone. How are you guys doing today? So a little bit about myself. I, I've been selling real estate and done property management. I flip houses, so not really so much in the market, but have been interested. I mean, my father worked at the Federal Reserve when I was growing up, so I've always been interested in money and money creation and quantitative easing, quantitative tightening and whatnot, and just how it ran. So so for me, when 2020 hit and all this stuff ha- started to happen, oh, I also have a minor in economics from college and I'm, my major was international business. So, I mean, I've always been interested in business and whatnot. But when 2020 hit and the Fed started going on a spending orgy, just it was like nothing made sense to me. Like the whole world had went, if you want to say, lunatic lunacy like it it just nothing made sense so like I started to look and I'm like what is going on because this just doesn't make sense we're just printing tons of money all over the world and so that kind of took me down this rabbit hole of looking at the solar and the lunar cycles and then all of a sudden things started to make a lot of logical sense to me I'm not saying that it has to make sense to anyone else but it, it made sense to me and that's where I kind of got into this like it's they're blowing up the system's like the Fed is in a spot where like they they can't do anything. So so where are we going with this and well, what is happening? And then and along the way, I came across people that have studied this stuff in the past. And I mean, the information is out on the Web. That's the thing today is there's a lot of information out there, but we're kind of drowning in information and starving for wisdom, I always say. So so that's where what got me to this point. And you know, like the solar cycle, like the solar cycle 24 was the lowest we'd had on record in modern history. And now we were going into a very extensive, like the solar cycle risen faster than it ever has in history. But let's explain first of all what a solar cycle is. A lot of people, I think they hear these things, they, they think it's a little bit 
Sounds a little fantastical or strange as to how it relates to anything, right? But explain what a solar cycle is. Well, so the, the sun, I mean, the sun, it, it gives us light. I mean, without the sun, we're not on this planet. So a solar cycle is 11 years between, well, between seven and, and 14 years. It goes from maximum or from minimum to maximum. So so an 11-year cycle. And then you have a lunar cycle, which is like 18.6 years. And that's a metonic cycle. And when you're talking about, like, when you're saying that about, like, lunacy and, and lunatic, our bodies are, are are conditioned to the sun and the moon. The the moon is twenty eight point five days. The, the twenty four hour cycles, the sun going up and down our circadian rhythms. So our bodies like are adjusted to the, the moon and the sun too. So so there's a lot. I mean, there, there's a lot to it. I mean, in, into the, like the physiological and physio aspects. But when it relates to the markets, like I looked, I started studying, and then I looked back, and I was looking at like inflation and and different things, and I was like, wait a second, why is this all tracking? Like it's all tracking. But again, is it right? I don't know. I mean, I'm not in I'm not in, in Powell's head or into anybody. I don't know what they're doing at that that level. But it, for me, it just started to make some logical sense as to what's going on because the rest of it's not making sense to me. Oh, okay, so so, so as I'm I'm looking at it as a, as we're chatting, so solar cycle is basically about sunspots, right? Cycles when it comes to sunspots in the sun. Correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So solar minimum there there's few sunspots, and then. At solar maximum, as you go up to solar maximum, there, there, there's more solar spots. It, it does affect human behavior. Okay. So, so I think that's where, if, if we can expand on that, I think that's where it gets to be kind of intriguing. So, so what is the, the link between the sunspot, that dynamic, and then how that historically impacts the way people think, feel, or any kind of historical other events that you've seen? Well, it gets really esoteric. Our hearts are batteries, our minds are batteries. And so, so we are powered, I think somehow the sun like powers us. I know that sounds really weird to a lot of people, but, and like the moon too. So, so that's where they get the, when the full moon people like, and there's more homicides, there's more suicides, there's more, more different things like that when the full moon is out. So somehow it affects our physiology in some way. And again, like this is not, like you said, it's not common knowledge. I don't know if it's not been told to us or, or what, why we don't know this information, but it's more talking about like electromagnetism and magnetic behavior. So. Yeah. And then there's a thing that covers the earth, which is like the, the ionosphere and, and that's weakening and whatnot. So along with that, I mean, I, I do think there's a lot like to me again in 2020, it seemed to me like like systems are being blown up in the United States of America. I don't know where people are throughout the world, but at least in the United States of America, like systems are being blown up, like our healthcare system is going to take a big hit because of COVID Our educational system is going to take a big hit because of COVID. I think monetary. Like, I, I do think I, I sent you that uh, link for the pet's crash window. We're still in it. And I do think I completely 100% agree with you. If the central banks are kind of, I don't know where they go from here. So if Japan, if Japan happens to fall, then it's going to be a global margin call and people just aren't paying attention. Like, that's the thing. I just don't think people are paying attention at all. Like when we look at, again, I'm in real estate here in the States. And I mean, this is not sustainable in any way, shape or form. I mean, we're at a point where like, I mean, that's the thing. Like I ask people, like when I'm out talking to people, it's like, why did interest rates go from 2% to 8%? Like, give me a logical reason for that. And then they'll say the stuff that, that's parroted to them, but I don't see a logical reason. So, so there's, again, because I find this to be just interesting to explore. So for those that are in the audience, I, there's, I have my own papers on SSRN.com, Social Science Research Network. But that's a, a repository of all kinds of different research papers on different topics. And there is a, a paper that was published in 2021, uh, Sunspots and Animal Spirits, The Origin of Keynes' Cycle Theory. 
So I'm going to read just the initial part of the abstract, but I think this provides some interesting context around some of the things that Diana is saying. So that paper, Sunspots and Animal Spirits, The Origins of Keynes' Cycle Theory, goes like this. And this is actually based on what uh, Diana put, uh, which I shared in the nest around Stanley uh, Jevons' Sunspot Theory. So again, this is all new to me too, but sounds intriguing. William Stanley Jevons, in quotes, Sunspot Theory of Business Cycles relate, uh, related the number of spots in the sun to economic activity, primarily through the weather and agriculture side of things, but also through psychological components like optimism and uncertainty. So now it makes a little bit more sense, right, to the extent that what's going on with the sun impacts weather, agriculture, that has all kinds of implications on business cycles, especially historically when we were a more agrarian society. The abstract that continues to go on and says the theory is widely discredited, but John Maynard Keynes agreed with Jevons' underlying use of market participants' moods to explain the transmission and magnification of the boom and bust phases of the cycle. So to the extent that, whether you believe in it or not, that where the moon is or the eclipse or solar sunspots, whatever it be, to the extent that it does impact human behavior, there are implications on market dynamics. There's also also other interesting, interesting studies around, for example, and maybe Diana, you can talk this too, around uh, seasonal affective disorder, which is often used as actually one of the reasons for why you have the sell and may go away dynamic. And that does relate to mood also. We've been taught, again, at least that the sun is not good for us, where is in essence, it is very good for us to be in the sunlight, to sun gaze in the morning and at night, when to get sun on your skin. So like the whole idea, like again, too, I think, what we're what some of us are are learning is that the ancients had different ideas about living than we do modern times. And like I've noticed too, like like Michael, like you're talking about fasting, right? Like that's a huge thing. Like our bodies are machines. So like like that's where I'm going back to like being powered. So so like yes, our moods are powered by the sun. That's why seasonal affective disorder. And then there's another guy who back in I don't it was back in the times of Stalin, Alexander Chisovetsky. And he talked a lot about, again, this kind of stuff. And then there's a really interesting theory that he has about pandemics, which like I've told people, they can go research for themselves and determine what they, they think of it. But that a lot of pandemics happen at solar minimum and solar maximum. And I went back and it seems to be pretty clear. I mean, again, too, assuming that the solar minimum and solar maximums are, are what we're being told, then yeah, it's true. So, I mean, you go back and you look at almost every pandemic and it happened at solar minimum or solar maximum. But again, too, like I said, with the Fed, too, I mean, like, that's the thing, too. I guess when I ask people, I mean, that's the thing, like, I have so many questions, like, and this was back when I was 13 with my dad working at the Fed. How is money created? And if you ask the normal person on the street, people don't have any clue how money is created. When I think they're the sense kind of, I mean, there was an interview on the 60 Minutes where they basically say they printed out a thin air, which is exactly what they do. They printed out a thin air and then they pass it around. So, I mean, again, we're... We went off the gold standard in 1971 and have had been in a fiat money system since then. When we look around, inflation right now is like astounding. The income and inequality gap is astounding. There's just a lot going on that that I think we're coming in for a lot of big changes, not just in, in monetary, but all around. And I think people are not paying attention. Like that's what I, I find it so funny, and especially on your tweets, because people are, they'll be like this or that and... The reality is it's coming down. Well, like, I mean, the, the, the reality is that everyone screams about being bullish or bearish, me included, and stocks have, I think, for two years. Right? I mean, the, the, we're all arguing for things to go up or down. We're all in the same place, actually worse after inflation, which is interesting, I think. There is a, a quote that you shared in that post, which I've seen before, that's attributed to 
JP Morgan. Millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires do. Again, it's, I know it sounds fantastical and strange to maybe some people in the audience, but if it is ultimately about long cycles, you often hear Neil Howe's work around the fourth turning being referenced. Is there anything around cycles like what Neil Howe focuses on around fourth turning and society and all that stuff and where we are in terms of astrology? Well, 100%, I think there is. I mean, again, that when, when we look at like the fourth turning, when we look at cycles, the obvious question to ask is what causes the cycle? I mean, like, what is behind that cycle? Because it seems like it's fairly consistent throughout history, right? So like, I mean, again, too, like when 2020 hits and we have a pandemic and the last big pandemic was 1918, which is almost exactly 100 years ago. It's like, wait a second, what is the cycle that's turning this? So so that's what I'm saying. Yes, I do think there's a huge thing to cycles. And yes, I do think we're in the fourth turning. Again, I wish I would have been paying attention prior to 2020 because I wasn't. I hadn't even read the book. So again, it's what causes a cycle because there has to be something that causes a cycle. It's not just willy nilly. I mean, I think everything here is kind of a loop. It's a cycle and we go through that consistently. We just happen to be in this cycle right now. And I mean, when I say you look at inflation, if you look at the last, if you look at solar cycle 24, which went from 2008 to 2020, and you look at interest rates, they were very low. And then we hit 2020 and then they started going up. And like I said, they went up in not astronomical fashion. The change from real estate in 2020, 2021 to 2023 is ridiculous. I mean, it, the markets are freezing up. So in 2008, everyone was taken by surprise because they said houses only go up in value. They never go down. And then 2008 happened and they went down. And all of a sudden, everyone's forgotten that 14 years later, people have forgotten that the houses go up and then they go down. So you've got people, I mean, when in 2021, people were bidding $50,000, $60,000 over list price and at 2% interest rates. And now I, I do think we're going to see a huge correction in the housing market as well. So let's talk about this, given that you talk about, you know, you yourself flip houses. I, I don't know where you're located, but, you know, has it been sort of more and more challenging? Has there been more of an abrupt stop? Talk about just some of the things that you. We'll be back after a quick break. Hello, listeners. Michael Guyad here from Lead Lag Live. Are you ready to take a deep dive into market trends, risk management, and investment strategies? Then you need the Lead Lag Report. Our in-depth analysis helps you understand the financial markets like never before. And guess what? We're giving you a chance to experience it at a discounted rate. Visit theleadlag.report/leadlaglive and get an exclusive thirty percent off on your subscription. Don't miss out. Level up your investment game with the lead lag report. And now, back to our discussion. Done, personally. Well, yeah, I mean, again, too, yeah, the past 2020, 2021, 2022, we're good. It's kind of frozen at the moment right now. I mean, people, the people are still buying, but yeah, it's definitely, but people are still buying houses. But I mean, I don't understand at five, if you're buying houses at that price, at that interest rate, we're in a completely unsustainable market for most, for a lot of people, let's say. The prices of the homes just keep going up and up. I mean, we've got runaway inflation. We've got runaway. It's just kids are coming out of college with $250,000 in debt. We're in a debt-based society. That's really what it is, is what we're looking at. And, and I think this is an interesting question, too. And, and maybe you want to answer this one for me, Michael. When In the stock market, right, when stocks go up, people make money. When stocks go down, people lose money. 
where does that money go? Like, where is that money? And that's where I think people really have to question the whole fiat money system and say, what are we doing here? And and you're much more familiar with this because you're tweeting a lot more about the market, but people just don't seem to believe you. I mean, the people that are following you, they believe you. Well, but- in, fairness, in fairness, I don't mind if people don't believe you because that, that probably means I'm right. It's like, I always go back to the crowd as right on average, but wrong at the extreme. And for whatever it's worth, look, obviously I haven't, I've been wrong with the circuit breaker idea this week. I mean, uh, so far, but this week's not over. I, I keep going back to like, you just don't know. Anything can happen. And my whole thesis was really around just Japan, which I do think is a, is an imminent risk. But you know, I, I do think that for whatever it's worth, this week is a good example of why I keep saying never short and don't buy puts. Why mm-hmm. in my own research papers, I explicitly make it clear that the best expression of risk off is historically long duration treasuries and utilities, because at least if you're wrong in a direction, you can still have a chance at making money and even still be way right being in those areas of the marketplace, which are actually outperforming, right? Quite mm-hmm. nicely the last couple of days. So we, which is funny because it's like, it was exactly, ideally you want to, when you think about markets, you want to ideally be wrong and still have a chance. Right. Which yeah. you don't have a chance with puts. You don't have a chance of shorting. Now to that end. OK, so and, and it's funny because as we're chatting, I'm trying to quickly kind of self-educate myself on the astrology stuff. There aren't that many books. I see a few of them, but there aren't that many books that kind of really get into astrology, planet movement, moon movement, all eclipses, all the stuff and markets. There's a few, but not mm-hmm. like a very well covered space. For those that actually want to learn more and are just kind of curious. Right. If anything, it's just something interesting. Talk about just kind of what you mentioned the internet, but how do you even go about trying to find things which are somewhat not concentrated in one tone? All you have to do is just Google it. I mean, again, too, there. And and again, that's what I'm saying. You have to use your intuition and you have to use your discernment. Like I said, I think that the sun and the moon, it it affects markets. I think it affects a lot of things here on, on this planet. And as you dive into it, it's interesting and it's fun to see because it gives you a totally different outlook on it. But also too, yeah, I mean, like what you're saying, Michael Burry back in 08, people I think thought he was crazy and he turned out to be right. So yeah, I do think you're on the right path. And I think we're going to see, like you said, the week is not over. And I think the, when we were talking about the pet scratch window, that's open until the end of the week. And that was an interesting one. And like, that's the thing too, is like, I've dived into this. I haven't completely dove into where I could write a paper on it. But like I was trying to calculate some things last night when it goes by lunar months, because lunar months are different than actual months. And if you look at the 1929 and the 1987 crash, when it's at, it's the solar eclipse and then the lunar eclipse and then the full moon and then the dates. So, so this pet's window is open until the fifth. So, and I think it could go to the next full moon in November too. I think that would still fall within the, the window. And like, that's the interesting thing. Like when we say that is because like I put in pets crash window on Twitter, there's not no, nobody. I mean, there's a couple of people tweeting about it, but really not very many people are tweeting about it. So I don't think people look at astrology. Layman don't look at astrology at all. And like you said, I think most people would say this is absolute like, like insane to be, even be discussing this, but there is something to it. That I'm sure. Yeah, and and to be clear, I, I shared it because I, I thought it was interesting. And then I think you had messaged me, but the or you had messaged me first, and then I looked into it and then shared it. The um and I said very clearly, like like Sasabe goes into my own analysis from I think it's important for, for people to always recognize that just because it's raining doesn't mean you'll crash, just because it's sunny doesn't mean you won't. But usually yeah. most major tail events, right? Most major crashes do have certain markers. So maybe that window is a marker that typically happens prior to a crash, just like and I can prove it from my own studies. Lumbered gold tends to be a warning in advance. Utilities tends to be a warning in advance. The moving average tends to be a warning in advance. 
Treasuries themselves tend to be a warning in advance. Just because they're warning doesn't mean you're guaranteed to have something happen. It's just that if you have something happen, they tend to already be warning. And and mm-hmm. that I think is a hard concept for a lot of people to really get their minds around. Yeah, causes yeah causes not correlation but correlate. Yeah, exactly. And I like I think there was some talk about the pets crash window last year. And I wasn't as, as deep into it as I was now. But also, too, I mean, you got to remember, too, like, I mean, it's history. I mean, we're in a modern day and age. But also, too, if you look back to like more ancient calendars were different. There was different uh, ways to measure time. So it's very interesting. I mean, come back like the 28 day calendar versus the 30 day calendar and 31 day calendar, like 28, 28 days for the lunar cycle. And then there was a day out of time, like that kind of stuff. It's very interesting. I mean, obviously back then they didn't have the markets the way that we did do today, but a lot of that stuff is just interesting. Again, if you're interested in, and I just find it fascinating because it explained something very illogical to me and made it logical. And I'm just a very, I'm very, I try to be a very logical thinker. So, so a lot of that stuff came together and made sense to me. But I mean, other than this specific window, right? Mm-hmm. These are very long cycle dynamics, right? Just because of the way the, the nature of, the, of planetary movement and cycles when it comes to the moon. So talk about how you actually implement that for your portfolio. Again, recognizing that primarily it's been more on the housing real estate side. But with this in the background, how does it inform your decision for what to do you know, with stocks or bonds or commodities? I don't have a ton of money in the stock market. Mine's more in real estate. I'm more in the flipping part because I just I think people are insane to buy a house right now, to be quite honest. So I, I, that is my market, but I, I think people are nuts to be buying real estate right now. So going back to where we are in terms of the, the sunspot cycles. So mm-hmm. for next year, what, what would history suggest about what happens next year and maybe the, the year after? Well, history suggests we're going into a recession, which doesn't make any sense because I think we're already in a recession. So you go from minimum to maximum and then at maximum, prior to hitting maximum, the sun's magnetic fields flip and that is happening probably as we speak or sooner. So once that flips, then you start going into the minimum, unless you have a double peak. And like, that's what I'm saying too. Like Chitsevetsky, he would talk about the sun. And when you were at maximums, there was, there was like revolutions and there was wars. And so there's, if, if anyone's heard the saying as above, so below. So what happens up here affects us down here. So I think we're in for a very rocky next till the end of the year. Like, I think it's going to be crazy down here. But again, too, people have to remember today in today's society, we have so much information at our fingertips, I think too much that people, anything can be put onto a, a screen and be told that it's, it's valid. So you really just have to use your discernment and your intuition and, and, and check out once in a while and, and not live life and not worry about all the stuff that's going on. Because I think at the end of the day, it's all going to be fine, in my opinion. I joke, but not joke, that if, if there were ever a year I could just not be connected to the internet and not be in the U.S., it would be next year. I think a lot of people probably share that, that view. I think it's going to be personally a, a shit show, for like what way of saying it. Dan, I know you're, you're using X and obviously interested in markets, and I think this whole focus is interesting. But for those who want to track more of your thoughts and they maybe want to just kind of explore more how astrology might impact markets. And again, it's all ultimately about cycles and mood and human behavior. How do people find you, reach out to you, or maybe get more of your thoughts? Because I think your journey is somebody who's not necessarily watching and doing markets on a daily basis, right? There's a lot of people like that, but this, that have an interest in some of these dynamics. Yeah, well, my DMs are always open. I'm spending less. I, I like Twitter, but I kind of burnt out on it here for a little bit. But 
if anyone wants a direction or anything, feel free to reach out to me. I'm more than happy to send you uh, information that I've researched, that I've looked at. And, and I always love conversations with people. And, and, and the cool thing is I've met a lot of really cool people on X and, and I'm very fortunate for those conversations that I've had on the app. I believe at least some people have a sense of humor. I mean, it's more inside. I'm, I'm amazed how people don't quite understand sarcasm for a lot of the things. But I guess that's to be expected. Anyway, so listen, everybody, please make sure you follow Diana here on X. And us, keep it up mind. Take a look. I mean, I'm going to do some research myself on it. I think it's just intriguing. And I do think there is some validity to uh, looking to the stars. I have another space coming up. Hopefully, I'll see you all at the top of the hour. Uh, thank you, Diana. Really, so much, really the content in this program is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any information or other material as investment, financial, tax, or other advice. The views expressed by the participants are solely their own. A participant may have taken or recommended any investment position discussed, but may close such position or alter its recommendation at any time without notice. Nothing contained in this program constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments in any jurisdiction. Please consult your own investment or financial advisor for advice related to all investment decisions. Don't forget to follow at Lead Lag Report on X, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube, and check out the Lead Lag Report at www.leadlagreport.com. Use promo code PODCAST30 for two weeks free and 30% off to get access to award-winning research and anticipate stock market crashes, corrections, and bear markets.